Howdy folks, and welcome to the Dirt Road Cowboys Christian Podcast. My name's Dean, also known as the Dirt Road Cowboy. And whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're a repeat listener, I want to thank you for coming along with me on this trip. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. This time, probably another short one, but we're going to talk about coincidences. A lot of people believe in coincidences. I don't. It just doesn't work. Not in reality. It's a way to explain things off, saying that there is no supernatural influence on things, whether godly or demonic. Things just happen. You know, that kind of thing. Or bad luck. Or karma. Yeah, right. Or good luck. All of it is just total BS. Okay, so why do I say that? Well, there's a lot of people that try to deny that God is moving in something. They say, oh, that's just a coincidence. Oh, you just had a lucky streak. Oh, you had an unlucky streak. They don't want to admit that there's a devil. They don't want to admit that there's a God. Even people that are supposedly Christians will not admit that God has his hand on things or that the devil's influencing things. They'd rather just blame coincidences and just the way things are. Well, God does have some say in things. And unfortunately... The devil does too. But does God control everything? Well, if you've listened to me before, I kind of touched on that subject. But if God was totally in control of everything, then he would be evil. He would be responsible for war. He'd be responsible for children dying. He'd be responsible for all the sickness and disease. But the Bible says that Jesus came to take away sickness and disease. So is there a conflict between God and Jesus? I don't think so. That ain't going to happen. Then where does this doctrine of God being in control come from? Well, it comes from the devil, mostly. I mean, who else would want to blame God for everything? The devil tries to keep hidden. He doesn't want people to know about his existence. He doesn't want people to know that the bad things are happening because of him and his demons. He wants people to believe in bad luck. Or that God is in control and God is doing it and God is working everything out. Well, we're going to touch on that in a little bit. But for now, we have to realize that God is not the cause of evil. Now, is that to say that every good thing comes from God? Yes. Is that to say that every bad thing comes from the devil? No, that's not a contradiction either. Sometimes we do bad things on our own. The devil doesn't even have to get involved. All he has to do is get you started on the road, and you'll keep walking down it. You'll keep doing bad, and you'll keep reaping the rewards of the seed you sown. Bad seeds equal bad crops. Yeah, the devil gets you started in that direction, but he doesn't have to keep making you do everything. You're not a meat puppet for the devil. Now, he'll get you to blame coincidences, circumstances, whatever, to make sure that you don't look at him and cast him out and turn back to the right path, which is the path that God has for your life. Ever since the fall of man, the devil has had some say-so in people's lives. Now, there was a time when he had a whole lot more power, and he could actually do things, physical things on this world. In fact, if you read the scriptures, you'll see where the devil took Jesus up on the high part of the temple and told him to jump off, commit suicide. Now, that is a lot of power to be able to take the Son of God and physically transport him to the top of a building from the wilderness. 
So he had some power back then that he doesn't have now because Jesus took that power away from him when he died on the cross. And in those ensuing three days, he stripped the devil of all the power that was given to him. And who gave it to him? Mankind, Adam, in the fall. And I don't mean the season, I'm talking about the fall of man. He had power on this earth to do supernatural things. The same kind of things that Jesus was doing. All man was allowed to do that. That's what we were created for. We were supposed to have these powers that got stripped from us and taken over by the devil. And now people think that it's all demonic power. It never has been. It's always been the power of man. It was given by God. The good news is you can get that back plus some by becoming a Christian and believing that Jesus is not a liar. Now you can believe that Jesus is a liar and that he didn't really mean what he said. And you can go along with fake theology and other demonic things. If you want to take Jesus' word as being true, he said, the things that you've seen me do, these things and greater will you be able to do. Well, it's time for us to step out and start doing those greater things. And as I've said before, greater doesn't mean greater in number. It means greater in magnitude, in power. We know that because just a few sentences later, after Jesus said, the things that I do and greater will you do, he was talking about the Father being greater than him. Well, if it's talking about greater in number, then he's talking about the Father being many, many, many gods. And we all know that's a bunch of crap. He meant greater in power. There's two words in the Greek for greater. One means greater in number. One means greater in power. And Jesus was using the words greater in power for both of those things. So let's put that BS behind us and move on to do those greater things. Jesus has given it all back. So why is there evil in the world? Well, duh, we're allowing it. Satan has no more power, no more authority. I know there's a lot of preachers out there that says that Satan will have authority and power until Jesus returns. I got news for you people. Jesus took all that power and authority away from him. He said, all power, all authority has been given to me. Therefore, you go in my name. That means he turned around and gave us that power and authority. But we've been giving it back to the devil. We've been letting demons exist. When you cast out a demon, you're supposed to take demons and throw it into the eternal torment. That's its eternal destination. Send it where it belongs. That place was created for the devil and his demons. Not so that they can rule like kings over it. They're afraid of it. They're terrified of it. But it's their place. So if you cast out a demon, send it into the torment where it can never return. That way you're not just setting them free to roam around the earth and torment more people. So now we know why I don't believe in coincidences. It just doesn't happen. It's not mathematically possible for things to keep happening, and you can blame it on coincidence. How many people have to die before you realize that your sin has something to do with it? Not just theirs, but it makes your prayers ineffectual. How much evil do you have to do before you curse yourself financially and go into bankruptcy and then say, oh, well, it's just coincidence. It just happened. Bad things happen to good people. Well, yeah, it does happen, but you aren't being good. A lot of times people are bringing it on themselves by doing evil, doing wrong things against God, and then expecting God to bless them and prosper them and to give them power and to heal their families. If you break covenant and you're expecting God to do something good for you, you are sadly mistaken. You've cut yourself off from the blessings. You've opened yourself wide up 
to a curse. You break covenant, and the wages are death. There's no getting around that. Covenant breaking calls for the death penalty. In modern times, we might call it treason, but it's still breaking a sworn oath. And the penalty for that has always been to die. That's why we have so many corrupt politicians, because no one's doing the right thing. And I'm talking worldwide. They need to be brought down, and they need to be executed for breaking their covenant with the people, with the nation, with whatever they have sworn to uphold and defend, and then they break it. Penalty is death. The godly penalty is death. So now back to what we were talking about earlier, of God working all things to the good. Now that's a favorite catchphrase of a lot of Christians. You go through trouble and someone will give you the platitude of God will work it all for your good. Well, there's a little add-on to that scripture. It says that God is working all things to the good for those that are called according to his purpose. You got to be walking in his purpose for your life for him to be able to work it for good. If you keep walking away from God, not following your calling, but just following your own selfish desires, how can he bless that? How can he work that out for the good? The only way he can work things out for the good is for you to get in line with his plan and purpose for your life. Then he can take all the past mistakes and work it all together for your good. Then he can bless you. Then he can prosper you. Then you can walk in the power and authority that God wants you to have to fulfill your call in this world. Your call is greater than you think it is. It's not some mundane little job, just hang on until the end and then die. That's not what God's called anyone to do. Just like he's never called anyone just to sit there and be a pew warmer. Remember, the so-called five-fold ministry, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, are your boot camp instructors. You're not meant to sit under them for the next 10, 20, 30, 50, 70 years. No one stays in boot camp that long. You're supposed to be trained to be able to hear God for yourself and then get out there and do what he's called you to do. That is the purpose of that so-called five-fold ministry. To teach you, not to be your overlords, but to get you out there to follow God, to learn how to hear from God and learn how to do what God said for you to do. He's not going to sit there and let you just do whatever you want and then turn your crap to gold. God doesn't work that way. He's not going to be coming along and bailing you out every time you screw up. Sometimes you're going to pay the price for it. Sometimes others around you will pay the price for what you've done. Because you are supposed to be there spiritually protecting them. Your prayers are supposed to be effective. But then you go to pray for their healing of cancer and your prayers don't work because you were praying to the universe and you just blew God off completely then how do you expect God to hear you? You don't pray to the universe. The universe is the creation. God is the creator. They're not the same. The scripture talks against people that have worshipped the creation rather than the creator. Time for you to wake up, people. Time for all of us to wake up and to go on with God, to be powerful in God, and to change this world so Jesus can come back. And that's where we're going to leave it this time, folks. That's the good news. We are here to change the world for Jesus to come back, not wait for him to bail us out of hard times, but to transform this world, this world that is crying out, this creation that is crying out for the manifestations of the sons of God. That's us. We are supposed to get this place ready so that Jesus can return to spend his time with us, to be with us, so that we can be like him and enjoy an eternity 
with Jesus and see what the next phase is going to bring for us because it's going to be glorious. All right, folks, I want to pray for you right now that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened, that you will know the hope of God's calling and His glory in your life, that you will walk according to His purpose for your life, and that you will live out His plan for your life so that we can get this place ready for Jesus. And in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'll be back again in a couple weeks, folks. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to my website at www.dirtroadcowboy.com. You can find some contact info and find out a little bit more about me there. So that's it. This is the Dirt Road Cowboy, signing out. Bye, y'all.